Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of Geekly Reveals, the show that brings you geeky news on a weekly basis. That's geeky, that's weekly, that's geekly, and I have finally jumped over the content drought. It's me, your host, Dom, aka Brother Dom, all over the internet. And once again, I am joined by my totally working co hosts. Would you like to tell the people who it is that you are? I, I mean, I really am totally working lately. Uh, hey, it's me, it's Stephanie, aka Captain Steph on Twitter, the Snow Queer on Tumblr, and Hello Stuff on Instagram. And um, I've got all sorts of things. I've got food crimes. I've got news. I've got reviews. It's all come. It's all coming down the pipeline. But first, let's introduce the third guy. Yeah, and what's up? It's me, uh, the the forgotten birthday boy, Eric. Uh, Tindy, <laughs> Tindy Losi on the internet. Uh, you know, it's been a Facebook's week. Facebook's the only thing that I have. I know, but like, look, I I know. Me. I am not on Facebook, so whenever people forget my birthday, it is totally okay, because I did it to myself. So, <laughs> <laughs> Also, because like we're in our 30s, also, and it like, doesn't Facebook. really matter. <laughs> true. Um, true, true, true. But yeah, I've, uh, I've got a food crime right now, live in action. Oh god, he said he was going to do it on air, so I, I'm gonna let's, do it let's on experience air. it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and uh, reveal to my co-hosts, who have no idea what I've done, or have here I with have no me. Idea what mistakes you've made? I'm gonna show them here on camera what now I have. Now do flaming hot. Oh no! <laughs> I have the flaming hot Cheetos version of Mountain Dew. Yeah, did you have to get a whole case of it, or did you find a single? Oh no, we have a twelve pack. <laughs> okay, I don't want to buy a twelve pack. I saw it when I went to the uh, the giant eagle, and I said that's not the the meme's not worth that to me. No, well, my uh, my roommate apparently likes it. Um, okay. Oh. Oh. <laughs> well, that's the thing about flaming hot Cheetos. They don't taste any kind of cheesy. I feel no. like you just going to get like a hot flavor. It kind of just, it smells like Mountain Dew, but there's something there. <laughs> but something is wrong. So, like, if there's, like, this is poisoned Mountain Dew. All right, let's go. <laughs> the problem is you can't Your shake it up to get all the flavor like... mixing. <laughs> hmm. Your monkey brain is like, no, this is poison. Like, Stop yeah, it. That... You didn't immediately, like, wince oh, or cringe. Ah. Okay, it tastes, <laughs> it tastes like Mountain Dew. You drink it and you're like, ah, yes, this is the Mountain Dew taste that I crave. And then <laughs> after, like, swallowing it, it's like, hey, what if just pepper? What if just, like, pepper all through your throat? Like and pepper, like, like black pepper or pepper, like, spice? Yeah, it, it, it's it's just, it, it feels like, the, just like the capacin of, like, black pepper. Like, it doesn't taste spicy. Like, it's not like my mouth that's, is burning. No, it's that's... I'm going to go for another drink. <laughs> I'm going back in. The anticipation's killing yeah. me. Take that two. time, okay, okay. Worse. Um, <laughs> that time I let it sit in my mouth a little bit longer. And it went you from gotta being... Gotta let the mouth feel, got the, the, the sip, the... Gotta smell it like a sommelier. Yeah. Um, so... If you let it sit there for too long, it goes from the Mountain Dew flavor that you so crave to, hey, this is just spicy. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, like, spicy in a way that you don't want it to be. Have you ever had, like, a ginger, like, a, just a ginger beer or a ginger soda where it kind of Actually, burns a little bit? Yeah, I was I was thinking of um, my mom once thought this was going to be, like, a great mixer for Bloody Mary. She bought a bottle of Absolute Pepar. Which is black pe- pepper flavored yeah. vodka, and I would... it was so powerfully pepper flavored that you couldn't put it in it. Like, it wouldn't. 
Like, she didn't even let, like, she's the kind of person who gets, like, a breakfast in her uh, Bloody Mary, and this was a no. Yeah, that, that's what I, I, I'm guessing that, that this tastes similar to that. Like, it doesn't taste like the Flaming Hot Spice that uh-huh. is on the Flaming Hot Cheetos or Doritos. Which begs oh, the gives, question, mm, oh, why? Why this one? It, the thing is, is it's not spicy for long, so, like, now it's worn off, and I'm like, I could drink that again. <laughs> Like, like extremely like, like electric shock. Like, you're just like burning the memory out of your. Yeah, it's <laughs> very strange. I, I mean, look, I, I can't say that I would want to buy a twelve pack of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess if you are a, uh, food... you can't say that you'd want to buy a twelve pack of it again. Again, right? Maybe I guess if you're a food crimologist, you might uh might want to try it. <laughs> Um, think like a trash sommelier. Yes, yeah. Think that's what, what Mother's Basement said one time. <laughs> I always liked that phrase. Go that's like pour it. Good. That's that's how I recommend things to like uh, content to my friends. I'm a trash sommelier. <laughs> Go Here, pour watch it. Watch this. It's terrible. Pour it in a wine glass. Feel real fancy about the fact that you're drinking uh, pepper Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I don't got any uh, new food crimes this week, but I got the uh, Irish cream stout again from Southern Tier. Nice. I went down there to pick up some uh, spirits that I ordered, and they didn't have one of the bottles that I ordered, but they did give me a refund and a offer code for next time. Nice. Uh, but they did have the other two things I ordered: some uh, for the next time that you vodka mixers and s'mores whiskey. Nice. Ooh, nice. And for the next time that you will definitely be using, because we will be. Uh, pe- <laughs> patronizing them but that sounds bad right uh being patrons of them again yeah we will soon. be giving we'll be giving them our patronage yes <laughs> one day they'll sponsor us <laughs> one day Steph, the, um, you have a food crime right yeah i was gonna say i my food crime is uh related i think um because it is also a, a disappointing spicy thing um i had this the um mcdonald's spicy chicken nuggets we had those Friday. here a while ago I, like, I just, like, I haven't, I have no idea how long they've been out. I was, like, I actually went to the McDonald's this time instead of uh, ordering through Uber Eats, um, which is the, like, just, like, imperially lazy thing of me to do because the McDonald's is one long block down (laughs) from my apartment and across the street. Um, But the um so i like was presented with more of the menu than i usually was i think but uh but yeah um they were i don't know if i maybe like to be fair that i got some that had been sitting in the like under the lamp for a while but they were really dry and just like not the spice experience was just not a pleasant I'm pretty sure that's just what they're situation. like, actually. Yeah, that's what... Because I asked my family afterward, and, like... Like, Wendy's has the spicy chicken nuggets so locked down... They have the spicy that, chicken in general so locked yeah. down. Like, their they're spicy chicken sandwich is, like, the... The like, spicy chicken sandwich. I yeah, wish McDonald's that... makes theirs with a sauce, and it's not a bad sauce, but it's just not the same as having a spicy chicken sandwich. That's not wet. <laughs> it's not wet. Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be wet from mayonnaise, not from the the spicy sauce itself. Yeah. The um, 
But yeah, I just like I wish that, and this is this is a just a hot take here, right off the off the dome. But like, I wish that fast food restaurants would let themselves specialize in things. Like McDonald's, like you are like the quintessential like American restaurant. You don't need to do everything that Popeyes is doing and that McWendy's is doing and like. It's, yeah. People are always going to go to McDonald's. Like you can be like, a I, you can be a raisin canes. You can be like a place that only has chicken. Yeah, well, that's the like, thing though. Popeyes they need to have like even has fish and stuff, but like they need to have an inferior version of everything, right? So that you don't need to go anywhere else. Like, yeah, they might have a better version at Popeyes and Wendy's, but you wanted the McDonald's fries, you may as well just stay there for all of it and not take your trip to Popeyes. I think that's their philosophy. It doesn't work that way because yeah because like i i have things that i like to eat from mcdonald's i'm never gonna order like the popeye's spicy chicken sandwich is a masterwork of uh fast service food and it just is not gonna be replicated like if i'm gonna go to mcdonald's i'm gonna get a cheeseburger like i don't want a chicken sandwich <laughs> unless it's a mcchicken I, I will say that the mcdonald's chicken sandwich though is pretty good the new one like did their crispy chicken or whatever the new one. Yeah, it's actually good in a different way than like, like it's it's just good in a different way. I yeah. would never take it over the other ones, but it would just be oh I, w- I have a taste for salt instead of pepper one day kind of thing. Yeah, or white sugar versus brown sugar versus like molasses. You know, also it's all roughly the same. <laughs> point of order on um on McDonald's for the spicy chicken nuggets. The McChicken is a slightly spicy patty. Like, why not just Go I have never thought that the McChicken was a slightly spicy patty. I don't know if that's like I'm like a oh. very t- high spice tolerance person. Like <laughs> no, I'm not saying it's... that as like a extremely white person. I was gonna but... say I'm like I don't like no, it's, it's I, spicier I've... than you would think for something that's not labeled as such. Okay, fair. Yeah. Like like, how and like, do, like I don't get it with lettuce either, so I'm not hmm. cutting the yeah the lettuce yeah, like, somebody... does remove some of the spice. Yeah, like imagine if someone gave you like a peppered hot dog. You're like, you wouldn't think it was hot. You're like, this is spicier than I imagined. <laughs> like, well, yeah, but it's not spicy. It's just spicier. Hmm, this hot dog has something other than wiener flavor in it. <laughs> like, it's just like, like you had the model and you ignored it. Like, you had the base from which to start and increase spice from. Uh, but I, <laughs> I'm going to fi- I'll finish the food crimes with an actual food justice. Ooh. Um. Snickers put out a statement that they did not remove the vein from the Snickers bar. Um, there was another right-wing hubbub about... What? And I think it, it's half that, half just people were memeing and making a joke, and someone posted, like, a photoshopped smooth Snickers. Oh, no! Which would take a whole completely... Di- they don't put the vein there, it's just the way that it's dipped. <laughs> yeah. They don't have to change their whole process. But Snickers is like, hey, the rumors aren't true, the vein remains... And what a weird they can thing. get away with that. It's like it's not a R-rated thing to say because you have veins on your arm too. But um, just a very wild world <laughs> that we live in. The Snickers felt the desire to clarify that. Well, because people uh, and like know also that they have like a it's not candy bar. Yeah, like I feel like they also like they have that kind of like their branding isn't specifically like kid based. Like, they have, like, the commercials about being grumpy and stuff. And, like, so I feel like yeah. they can make a slightly, uh, racier Yeah, they could be a little racy. Oh, can you imagine being 
having the kind of brainworms that you were like, oh my god, we have to get rid of the vein on the Snickers because it's making it like because of the children. That's what conservatives think. That's what conservatives think that liberals think about. Like that's that's a thing that they'd be like, oh, these these libs are all mad about the veiny Snickers bar. Well, that's the uh, (laughs) that's the that's the fun trick of being an outrage machine, right? Like you notice something, and no matter what happens, you can be pissed off about it. If they leave the dick vein, they're trying to make men gay. If they take it away, they're trying to erase the existence of traditional masculinity in candy bars. Literally, if they leave it, then they're it, teaching children to like penises really early. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're you're either a groomer or you hate men. It's like Ender's Game. You have no choice. Um. And like Ender's Game, the goal is just the writer being a bigot. Um, hey. I saw someone post that uh, J.K. Rowling broke the glass ceiling of, now we have a female Orson Scott card. And that's oh, just yeah. A, I think that was a hard drive post. post. Yeah, yeah, it was either them or, or somebody. But, um, hey, that's the first section, stuff. You get some social media biz for us, the, the highlights, before we keep the party going. Yeah, so you you, you know where to find all of us uh, personally, because we just said that a few minutes ago. But if you want to find this podcast on the social media of your uh, desire, um, you can do that. You can find us on Instagram at Character Reveal, on Facebook at Character Reveal. You can find us on Twitter at Character Rev. That's two R's in the middle, R-E-V at the end. Um only one can, R in Twitter, uh, though. Support us on Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash character reveal. And you can email us at character reveal at gmail.com. If you have any cool ideas or thoughts you want to express to us that might be longer than a tweet, we're up for it. Love to hear new things from time to time. Yeah. That's my anyway, Our DMs are open. Yeah. <laughs> are, are they? Slide in Probably. with those Snickers picks. <laughs> those hot snick picks god honestly like i don't hate that (laughs) i was gonna say like that i i feel like like tm 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 like snickers come get your money like give us your money like we just gave you such a good marketing opportunity for free (laughs) yeah drop the snick picks i they would definitely get some controversy for that yes which would propagate more free advertising they're also a Mars company as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. That's just all Mars. They're like, we're going to change the M&Ms. We're not going to take the vein off the Snickers. No one's going to be able to pin us down. No one knows the Mars way. <laughs> we're, the, we're, the, we're the chocolate boys. But uh, yeah, so we got some pop culture stuff as well besides the uh, the Snick picks. The old food crimes. Uh, the Thor trailer came out this week. Yeah. Um, And I watched it, and there are a lot of things about it that... Like, I look forward to seeing, but I just, like, couldn't summon the appropriate level of, like, gusto for it. Like, it revealed, they revealed right in the, in the first trailer, at the end of the first trailer, that, uh, Jane Foster Thor is gonna be in this movie. Um, but, like, the two, my two thoughts... Um, first of all, is that we've had so many people pick up the hammer in the MCU right now that I'm worried that it's starting to lose its meaning, even though, like, and not about, this isn't about, like, the canonicity of, uh, 
like Jane Foster Thor. Like I love Jane Foster Thor. I read those comics as they were coming out, like before until they like waiting on the reveal of who Jane Foster Thor was. Um because it was like a whole thing. We didn't know for a while. Um but anyway, so like that is like one of my concerns from a storytelling point of view. The other concern that I have is that whenever because I was like I was talking to one of my friends recently about how more and more it seems like the Russos were a stopped clock or like a broken clock being right once with Winter Soldier because all the rest of the things that they've done in the MCU are just kind of boring and bland and like just bland and like cookie cutter. But like then watching this, I feel like this trailer, I feel like maybe that's just what the MCU does to people. Because, oh yeah, like I th- yeah, that, I think that's the uh, the uh, film take is that the MCU s- flattens everything. Because like the thing about Thor Ragnarok that was so wonderful was that it was like goofy and brightly colored and like not afraid to laugh at itself and like. Um, and, like, I just, like, again, like, I have nothing, nothing against Taiko Waititi. I would die for him, especially now. But, like, it just didn't have the same sparkle as Thor Ragnarok. Like, and I can't, like, under, like, overrepresent how strange it is for me to not be excited about a movie that features Tessa Thompson in a suit. Well, like, here's the thing. That's felled before. We, Having I Tessa think, Thompson in a suit? Oh, yeah. Like, what was it, Men in Black 3 or 4 or whatever? Oh, true, true. I did like, see that Tessa movie Thompson, in theaters. Because Tessa Thompson I'm... in a suit is great. Can't sell a movie off that. There's no one that's hot enough that will make wow, someone that's... enjoy a movie. Thank you for making that connection. I had not even... That's, like, such a specific pull, but it's perfect for the situation. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh... There's a lot... I, I think... Well, I guess the other half of it is there's the old adage that sex sells, right? Mm-hmm. And when people say sex, it doesn't have to. It's not necessarily blatant like sex, sex, because I don't expect that to be in in a, in a Marvel movie. Yeah, but the they're... Marvel movies are particularly sexless, so yes. you can't even sell a movie on how hot somebody is of any gender. Like no one's going to be yeah. like, because I mean, people think that Steve's hot, but that's a little bit of like the queerness that we're attributing to him and. And Bucky, because Sebastian Stan just a good looking dude. Yeah, and I but think that it's not also, that they like, had like a hot relationship, you know. <laughs> yeah, like it's just like, yeah, man, I don't know. And like Steve even is like an ex- a perfect example of yield uh, gri- uh, grimes up good trope, because like Steve with like grizzly beard in Infinity War is probably the hottest version of Steve IMO. And do you know the Grimes Up Good trope? Yeah. Okay, yes. It's, look, it's like... Look a little like, scruffy. Yeah, like Henry Cavill is Superman versus Henry Cavill is Geralt. Yeah, it's it's like, when you date Grimes for a little while and it makes you cooler. It's when you yeah, like, date like Grimes Chelsea for a Manning. little while and it, ma- <laughs> it makes you have two secret babies. <laughs> you are hiding a child. Um, that's a reference for those that get it. Uh, maybe not a core demo. <laughs> but, no, it's... um. I think also there's that uh, uh, people try to 
prematurely guess the Marvel, the MCU burnout. But I think that's just because they were personally opposed to it. But I think really once Endgame happened, it was like, bro, what are the stakes at this point? Like, uh, and, you know, I, and people liked, was it Far From Home? I didn't get a chance to see it yet. But even the drive, then it's like, do I really want to go out in a, in a pandemic around Christmas to see a movie that I didn't see the second one before? And like, what are the ramifications of this? It seems like all the cool shit that I would have been surprised to see, like all the other Spider-Men, I -hmm. knew that's going to be there. So there's no surprise there. This is really setting up for the rest of the multiverse stuff, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. I could skip this. I have tickets to see Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness solely because I will not, regardless of how much I hate Benedict Cumberbatch and the MCU in some ways, I can't miss... uh, America Chavez's uh, MCU debut. Oh, that's where she starts at. See, well, I don't even know. So I... She's got, she's she's in she's in the trailer. Oh, okay. So, this is the first. Yeah, time. I just can't. I I don't care anymore. And I think but I just yeah, got like... burned out from the run to Endgame having to do homework. Yeah. Like I don't know what it would take for me to care anymore. Like I've seen movies in the last few months. I've seen Sonic and Scream, two different age groups and different kinds of nerdy so it's not like oh i can't find joy anymore i don't know i think that mcu kind of is doing a lot yeah have y'all did you all hear that discussion going around it was on some tiktoks that recently got to the internet where someone was saying hey you know it sucks disney has a stranglehold on the box office so why don't we get some art house films in the mcu and everyone's like really laughing at that idea, but I don't think it's the worst idea i think world. that's a perfectly good idea because i think that one of the things that fails that the whatchamacallit that like that lost us in the TV shows even was that same problem of like like WandaVision was so cool and fresh and exciting at the beginning. Like I didn't like I didn't care about Wanda or Vision going into that. And it I left profe- like the first several episodes like really drew me in. They were like a quirky, interesting storytelling. And then at the end of it it was Wanda and Agatha flying around and zapping each other with magic in the sky and like lots of special effects and I was just like oh it's this again <laughs> yeah like they found a way they said you know what we need to have vision and fake vision do the little laser fight but then like yeah but they've seen that so let's end it on like a logical question and everyone remembers that they're like yo why would they do a ship of Theseus thing that's such a cool way to end the fight rather than who can blast harder um and a guy I follow on Twitter, he, he makes games, Sean Alexander, made a really good point that why would we want to see a movie in these worlds when everyone's already so poorly written to begin with? I'm like, that's a yeah, fair point. Yeah, everyone's just archetypes to begin with. Like, Yeah, so like, given that, yeah, we don't need to see more archetypes just in different genres. But I think there's something interesting about, man, it'd be cool to get someone who can write and was given the freedom not to be flattened, like you're saying, to write a story, like a, an actual horror movie in the MCU where like... Imagine a slasher movie, and you're like, oh, well, maybe maybe Thor will save us. Like, no, Thor's not here. Thor's not coming to save... Like, just something... People say yeah. it, or, or like, a god... Like, There's, it's... like, the MCU is so broad, and you can choose so many kinds of things with it. Like, like, just, like, I don't know, like, fucking Blades in the MCU. Like, do a... Like, I know do you're a making a Blade movie, movie <laughs> but, like, it's probably gonna be, like, again, cookie-cutter and boring and very dark, because apparently the cool thing... Like, we didn't leave Grim Darkness 
uh, we left Grim Darkness of Steam maybe in like 2012. Finally, no, we, we're but... overly realistic, so everything's beige and brown. But like, think about the urban legends of like when when Bucky was running around killing people as the Winter Soldier. Yeah. There'd be like an urban legend of like, there's a guy like you just hear some footsteps, then a metal punch, and then your friends are dead. Like, okay, so maybe there's like a killer out there, and it's just a scary movie. And oh, like it wasn't a... the Winter Soldier. That was just a touch point. Okay. Yeah, or like the fucking like like the lone gunman of um from X Files. A like, reference I understand. Like... <laughs> Like, just, like, have, like, that, something like that that's, like, the MCU, and, like, maybe they'll get into this in Miss Marvel a little bit, but, like, the people who are RPF fans of the, of the superheroes in the MCU and, like, the subreddits who, like, are, like, hold on, like, I, like, I saw, like, I saw this guy fighting with Steve Rogers last week and, like, I think he looks it looks like his old friend Bucky Barnes, like... What? Yeah, and I'm not saying it would be high cinema, and it wouldn't be a real replacement for art house stuff, but man, wouldn't it be cool just, like... I don't know. If Disney's gonna own everything, could they stay very up the slop? Give like, us. it was nice that everyone enjoyed Parasite, and I want to see everything everywhere all at once. But if you yeah. own the theater, you could give us more than just, like, some superheroes punching each other. Give us the story of the guy who writes the... Uh, bot that tracks Tony Stark's flights, like you know, like yeah. <laughs> like like the kid who's doing that to Elon Musk, like like do things like that, like you know, re like semi real world and analogs that would actually be a commentary if you wanted it to be be that way. Like yeah, you can do so much interesting stuff. Um, speaking of Marvel, but not quite the MCU. Uh, Across the Spider Verse got delayed, which is a bummer. But also another thing that I'm worried about, like how do you? It's like. I know it's Sony and not uh, Disney, but I, I want it to be just as good as the first one. Yeah. I've never heard of a movie being delayed before. Is this like a common thing? Or is it just like... I mean... Well, well, they, they delayed Sonic 2. They also first, delayed, they delayed Sonic, Sonic 1. 1. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess that, to that I understood that because there was a glaring, oh, hey, we did this wrong and have to fix it. I guess I've never heard of someone saying, hey, it's coming out, uh, actually, well, without a reason, I guess, is... It might be, like, a crunch thing, it might be... That's what I'm guessing. Like, I I would guess that, like, it might be, I know that there's a lot of, uh, activism going on about, like, unions in animation right now, maybe they're That's in some side of, sort of, standoff in some way. Yeah, actually, that makes a lot of sense. I was just oh. thinking, I'm like, how did they, my, my, my question was, how did they misjudge when they would be done with something that... Cause with They've video already games, done once before. <laughs> yeah, with video games, there can be bugs like, oh, hey, guys, it's going to take us another, another six months. Like, this like, isn't going to work. Like, movie's not interactive. Yeah. And like you said, with the Sonic movie, we knew what they had to fix. And <laughs> there was a very clear, glaring issue that needed to be changed <laughs> in that first movie. And but, y'all were uh, just... And it, like People were just like, look, take as much time as you need. I really <laughs> need this to not look like that. People said it was a, a setup, and I want to live in that world where an animation company did that. But they're like, no, this. If you look at the merch, this they, they thought that shit was hot. Um, it was not it. It was not hot. Um, what, like merch that they ended up like shipping overseas as like charity, like. Well, there's that, they... but also I think just some of the stuff that was like already starting to be like leaked or making its way out the shelves, like was okay. Yeah, I was, was like say, Teeth like... Sonic and stuff. Yuck. Um. 
which is too bad, but you know, it's uh they fixed it and then we're getting a three, so but we talked about that before. Yes. Uh last last stuff, I guess this was all movie news, that wasn't the goal, but hey, movie ish. Uh, Netflix is going to start uh, cracking down on account sharing because if you can't have all the money, you might as well not have any money, yeah. I suppose, is their hot strategy. This week was yeah. like a bad week for Netflix. Bad week for Netflix. Because they also announced that they're going to start doing ads like in they, they also shows. Announced, they also like blamed animation for... They canceled like a like a really like already like anticipated animation project. I think it's, uh, it was called Bone. Oh, yeah. It was like your cartoonist's favorite cartoon kind of thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. But wasn't Bone like a comic that's existed for a yeah. long time? Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, everyone was really upset that that was going down. So uh, animation is expensive, but that's not why Netflix is losing money. I, if I were to gather, they're, they might have some algorithms and data that say that. And it's probably people smarter than me have come to that conclusion. But I think their reasoning is probably flawed, not their calculations, because... Animation pops the fuck off on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of... They, they have very robust animations, like, like, of, like, like, original stuff, like... Yeah, they had Arcane. That was pretty much... That probably that probably carried them... Th- I mean, between, like, what, Squid Game and Arcane? I mean, Squid Game that, wasn't like, animated, obviously, but, through. like... Yeah, they have, like, one show a season that's just, like, the hot shit. But... So, I guess they're saying that if you share account passwords... They're going to start charging extra per like share. It's like three, like, two based or on your three household, dollars. right? Yeah, and I see why they would want to do that because they don't want to not have money go away. Fuck that though. Yeah, because like yeah. all the people that have my password are my family. Like, there's only four. There's four people in my family, plus my partner who lives with me, and I live with the, with her. Um, <laughs> but for them to say, well, you know what? This you're supposed to share passwords. In a household, not between a family, and we're like, "Hey, buddy, the agreement since we moved away from cable is this: people are going to stop well, using your service." On top of that, and I'm not going to say what they're going to do instead. Um, people might try to sell the Seven Seas, but here's what also might happen: people just might start ignoring you and just go to HBO Max in general. It's like, oh, our pi- our content's being pirated. No, people just moved on. Like, moved on to websites that like may have the worst interface of any uh, streaming service, but do tend to like renew their shows and invest in their talent. And there's like enough yeah. content out there that by just missing one service, you're not real. Like it's not the end of the world. And, yeah. Like on top of that, part of like Netflix's whole marketing thing for years and years now has been like you know one fee four screens or whatever. Like you can watch on four screens if you wanted to like four different places and it's like okay well if that's true then you can't charge me for additional like additional people watching like that doesn't make any sense but i mean it's it's their service they can charge what they want for it it's just will like do consumers continue to pay for it for whatever reason yeah and that's kind of like what people were able to justify the rising cost of all the streaming services was well, if, like, me and five of my buddies all have one account and we're all paying for this, yes, we're paying for more. If it was just one person, we'd be paying more than cable, but the fact that there's a level of community surrounding this, we're in chart, we're co- it's cost a lot less than cable, and these streaming services are saying, no, but we want cable money. It's like, well, you saw what happened to cable. Yeah. Yeah, you're... <laughs> you sure you want that? That heat? Like... Plus, like, with with YouTube and Twitch and all that, 
there's also tons of, of free content out there. <laughs> um, and they would, that and those people would be happy for in. us to see it. Yeah, it's it's free by design, and they're like, hey, we we hope you give us some money and watch our ad, and if not, well, okay, we tried. <laughs> but it's a weird business decision. Again, not as not as bad of a decision as OnlyFans getting rid of porn, and not as stupid as Tumblr getting rid of porn, because OnlyFans. I get why they did that. They're like, hey, the banks are coming knocking. We got to make some changes. Bad, but I get it. Tumblr's like, what if we just tanked our stock for no reason? <laughs> well, the reason Netflix was... is cocky. They, th- <laughs> they they probably can get away with this because a lot of people don't pay attention. The reason that so Tumblr, still... Tumblr did it was like, hey, it you need to... And foster. It was it was all it was a lot of like hey like you need to get rid of like all the child porn that's on your service and Tumblr was like we don't know how to do that so we're just gonna say no porn period. <laughs> There's got to be a better way because other websites have figured then, it out. Because <laughs> then like the porn filter was catching like if you took a picture it like if you took a picture of a hand it was like oh that's a lot of skin tone in there. Yep. But if you, hey a sexy hand. Sexy hand, but like then if. On the flip side of that, like, if you posted a nude and put, like, a blue filter over it... It was fine. It went right through because people... Because the computer was only looking for... Yes. Flesh tones, and probably only white people flesh tones. Yeah. Like, That's how you trick it. Just hashtag tan, and <laughs> like, but you can get around Tumblr. On, on like, the whole... Like, on the... I hate to be on the side of the tech uh, company at this point for anything but their liability but like it it does suck for them because a lot of it wasn't that like you know people were distributing or posting child pornography or like things like that it was just like a lot of kids posting lying yeah like their own stuff and lying about their ages to be able to do it and it's like like being and it's like that's no that's actually that's a fair point it's a lot harder to moderate out people that are being dishonest about their their age yeah, and being dishonest which is technically they're doing a crime of themselves yes yeah it's not someone else doing a crime like that is, that's tough i don't know how you get around that yeah and i'm not saying that that's all of them and i'm sure there were people distributing you know bad it's shit like on there Lager- but... yeah there are definitely like every time it's happened it's it's gone poorly because they don't know how to moderate it uh, like that's what it happened on live journal like ancient fandom history at this point but in like 2006 or something a, co- a different company bought live journal and decided that they were going to enforce new content rules immediately to um get rid of child porn like woo, 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 like the dog whistle yeah um but the the bulk of affected um communities were fan fiction communities and like child sexual assault support groups group communities yeah. like because because the... it can't differentiate between like a yeah. like fiction or like things where characters are not real and may like you know maybe whatever yeah like or i mean like anyone writing anyone writing like school age harry potter fan fiction in 2006 was like writing some racy stuff about children yeah like yeah, that's a good point, actually. That's tough. It's tough stuff, so I I will give Tumblr this. 
They stuck by their word and they got rid of everything. And it wasn't <laughs> specifically an attack on gay people for once. It was, I mean, mostly the only victim was themselves. <laughs> yeah, it, for them, it was really just like, we don't know how else to do this. So we're just going to like be gone, I guess. Remember when oh. Yahoo was like, we're going to buy this website for a billion dollars. And then and they were the like, whoops. Whole Tumblr fan, like, the whole Tumblr user base was like, bet? What? <laughs> Hey, it's really easy to get people to leave a place. Um, I want to talk. Uh, I want to talk about something, I guess, less uh, controversial before the <laughs> next section. Um, apparently, there's been a little bit of controversy on Twitch um, because non VTubers are using the VTuber tag. Oh, I saw um, you tweeting about that. I'm not sure why they're doing that, um, other than to meme. Um, and people saying it's to to like hack the algorithm and like sit on the meta. But I was having a hard time figuring out how that actually did anything. It's gonna... like when all those dudes were trolling the hot tub uh, space. Well, I guess they, I guess technically they weren't trolling it though, because they were in little hot tubs, but they were being smartasses about it. But my whole thing was like, yeah, I guess this is funny if you want it to be. But if anyone like is going to this community or or section or game or whatever, and looking for smaller streamers, they should scroll down regardless. So if I'm looking for VTubers and I see like, I don't know, like Ms. Kiff, XQC, and Hassan, I'm like, those aren't VTubers. Scroll, right? Like yeah. I'm still going to, um, but the thing that always throws me off about these questions is people say, what about the smaller streamers? And my whole bugbear is like, y'all don't really give a shit about smaller streamers yeah, because right? don't get me wrong. I like Hassan. So I could say I like his content. Um, and there's not a super ton of, like, political streamers that I knew about, but, like, you see, like, XQC, uh, Asmongold, uh, Mizkiff, all these guys, are they the most entertaining guys on Twitch, or are they entertaining and have the biggest audiences? Now, somebody like Shroud will just, he'll even say, people like me because I'm good at video games, they came to watch high-level gameplay. That's one thing. You see a lot of people, I'm like, you're not necessarily the best person at this role or this character or this game or something. And people are like, well, I'm there for the entertainment. I'm like, teach his own. I don't see it. Uh, and my point is, did people find them because they were just so good or because they had the biggest number and no one ever wants to scroll. So they click the biggest number and that number keeps going up. I think it's more of that one. And that's the only way that someone squatting in the VTuber tag harms VTubers, I think, is if people click VTuber and then click a flesh person. Yeah. Which is like saying, hey, I, I want to play video games, and you open a book, like, guess I'll stay at the book then. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it is It is weird, like, I don't know. It's, it's it, rude, it's wrong, it's rude, but yeah. I'm like, I don't think it, I don't, I don't know what the problem it just, is. It's just rude to intrude on a community that has, like, built itself, basically, from the ground up, like, over the past couple years. Like, I don't, I don't know, again, like you, I don't see, like, it being a huge problem, but it is, you know, people would get mad if a bunch of VTubers went in and, like, all, I don't know, like... It, well, it's hard to find a comparable thing. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I guess, like, you could say, like, uh, just chatting or something, but, like, a lot of VTubers do do that, but I think they still just use the VTuber tag. Um, oh. But I'm not sure. But, like... Well, I guess, yeah, tags might work a little differently. Yeah. So like I that might be the problem. I, I have to look into the functionality. Yeah, like so I'm not sure. Like I don't. It, it could just be that, you know, 
it, it, it is just them like you know trying to mess with this community and so the community is just kind of being like hey like Hey, we off. don't hey the fuck off like we don't fuck with you so like why are you fucking with us like yeah and i think it's uh oh cool um yeah i just think twitch has just so much weird with it yeah <laughs> and nobody hmm. knows what's allowed how do you succeed what you should and shouldn't do what's considered crass what's considered trolling um, it's why i think a lot of vtubers more or less stick to youtube because the algorithm is at least more predictable there, like it's it's more uh, it's more studied and understood. Well, also you can't find you can't find streaming on YouTube unless you follow the person. Yes, so a lot of it's YouTube like YouTube is trash for streaming. It is, but a lot of the people, a lot of the way that VTubers seem to work is you start seeing clips of them and they just direct them to the channel, and then once you turn on notifications, you're told every time they're streaming. Okay, so you can sort this from highest to low. So yeah, I don't know why anyone would do this other than just to have another <laughs> audience find you yeah i don't see the benefit of doing it either is like my like my old boss this is what, <laughs> what it reminds me is my my insane like abusive former boss um when i was posting stuff would have me post like 800 hashtags at the end of like a facebook post that were like book agency name like books like my name like you just like all of these like extremely disparate and random like vaguely related seo keywords as hashtags in the post and i feel like that would be like if this random website showed up in your like feed that you were looking at for like agatha christie books or something or like like a kenneth branagh fan page or something like (laughs) they have those i'm sure they do (laughs) Hey, well, that was the uh, that was the transition that I needed. Uh, we're sponsored, by the way, <laughs> uh, Grinding Coffee Company. Uh, fair trade, black owned, LGBTQ plus owned coffee It's very delicious. Comes in all the formats you need: beans, grounds, K cups, delicious stuff. Uh, follow our link in the description. Use offer code CharacterReveal for ten percent off. Helps them, helps us, helps you. That's Grinding Coffee Company, coffee for gamers and streamers. So whether you're a tuber, VTuber, an F-tuber, that's Flesh-tuber. Oh, um, I hate that. Yeah, oh, I hate that so much. Oh, it's gotta be a thing. A it's gotta be a thing. Shutter. It reminds also, me you, of that. if you are listening to us and you are a VTuber, get in contact. Like, we'd love to talk yeah. to you about that process. Yeah, it sounds sounds interesting. It looks cool. Uh, it reminds me, I, I was trying to be gross by saying Flesh-tuber, um... And it worked. And it works. But it, but the the concept that remind like just uh, interests me, like how many people get mad about being called cis? Because, oh yeah. Because they want to be called normal and they want trans to be other. Um, and obviously there's the transphobia there, but part of me's like, well, you have to imagine if there's a word for something, there must be a word for a not being that. Yeah. <laughs> like. Uh, it's like, like when people are like, well, there's like, when you're going into surgery, you have pre-op and then you have post-op and like, yeah, so what's op? Well, you could call it peri-op. Like you could call it that or just like what? I don't know. I used to do surgery for work. Um, so I was always like, Hey, if we have pre and post, what's the other one? Like peri. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. So (laughs) words exist just because you've never heard them. Doesn't mean someone made them up. Uh, and actually, you know, someone did make them up. Someone made up every word. 
Oh, yeah, it's we not did not evolve with language. Like, <laughs> turns out yeah. I made up all the words. It was me. Sorry, Donna. We need. Why'd you make? I'm not gonna. Um. <laughs> I have a feeling that I have a suspicion of what Don was just going to accuse <laughs> yes, Eric. Yeah, of having made up. you're right. I didn't no, I make gonna... up the. I'll take credit for all words, but a few of them. <laughs> I was gonna say, why'd you make up the uh, the ussy trend? Um, <laughs> I wasn't going to accuse you of something actually bad. <laughs> um, but anyway, yes, um, Steph, you got a new book? Yeah, I got a book. Um, so I read uh, last week um, the... I just like it's it's like the equivalent of Brandon Sanderson's subscription service, really, at this point, because I've pre-ordered <laughs> so many of them. Um, but the... Uh, most recent MXTX novel came out. Um, from here on out for the next, like, six or seven months, I get a book a month. Um, which is a batshit speed to be translating at. Yeah. Um, they must be, like, I don't know, partially translated already in some way I to think, be able to go that I think fast. in some <laughs> cases they hired the fan translators yeah. that had already, or just, like, licensed what had already been, or, like, polished what had been written already but uh either way um it was the second book in um the scum villains self-saving system which is an isekai um basically it is like space jam just like space just like space jam (laughs) just just like space jam it's just like space jam um but featuring like it's been very interesting because I've seen a lot of Heaven Officials Blessing fan art on uh, Instagram, and I've seen a lot of, obviously, of, like, MD- M- MDZS, like, uh, whatchamacall, Untamed fan art on Instagram. And I haven't seen as much of this series, and I really enjoyed the first book, and, like, so, but I, like, having watched the show for the Untamed, like, I... When I read the first Modazuchi novel, I was like, okay, be- it is hitting beats I expect, because I, like, am already familiar with this storyline. And when I read the Heaven Officials Blessing first two books, I felt like I knew enough about the characters and their interactions from, like, fan art and fan stuff that, like, nothing felt too, like, shocking. This one was very strange, like very shocking. <laughs> like how and, so? Like, or would it be spoilers? I mean, like I don't think it's spoilers. I feel like people who are reading these are like, like the people who are excited to read and buy them already have some familiarity with some part of them. But like, so it's Fair a enough. um, the situation of the first book is the um. A fan of an online novel got so mad about the way it ended that uh, he had a heart attack and died and was transmigrated into the no- the world of the novel at that moment into the body of uh, the protagonist's evil teacher. I mean, that's actually awesome, though. That sounds really cool. Right? So, like, he... So he's, um... And he has, like, in his head, like, a heads-up kind of thing, like a, like a, what's it, Friday in the MCU, like, Iron Man's, like, what's it called? Oh, like, it's a, like, like Jarvis, a Girl Wednesday, kind of. Girl Friday kind of situation? Yeah. Um, 
I think it's Jarvis and then Friday. But either way, yeah. uh, like Jarvis he, is the first one, then Friday. He yeah. interacts with like the computer game of the world almost. Like, like there's a like a server system that is corresponding with him about in a meta way about the story he's in because when he's like it's at the beginning of the story and so he's like holy shit i'm this character if i don't change the way that i behaved uh or like i'm familiar with this whole story like i know how it's supposed to end and i die horribly like this <laughs> character that i am now dies horribly so oh that sounds familiar so i'm going to like change the way I behave towards the protagonist and be more, like, friendly and, like, receptive or, like, kind to him. And then I'm also, like, he's also interacting with the storyline, like, a computer, like, kind of, like, meta th thing that's, like, yeah, what's awarding, him awarding him points for, like, uh, whatchamacall, for, like, protagonist satisfaction, like, and subtracting points for protagonist, like, heartbreak and stuff. It's called the Scum Villain Self-Saving System. I feel like I've heard of this before. Is it did, did they make an anime out of this? I don't think this one has an anime, but there is a video game, or it's not like a mobile game. I think it okay. has a lot of adaptations. It might actually have the most adaptations. I don't know, but um, but so, but unwittingly, he like because of uh, like because he is like such a like instead kind and supportive and like great teacher to like the protagonist the protagonist ends up falling in love with him instead of all of the the like the, the original novel is supposed to be like a, what's called a stallion novel which is like an extreme harem story oh. <laughs> so like the protagonist is supposed to have like 250 wives in the original and now in the but like uh, now in the the storyline with the guy in it, um, he's not showing any interest in any of them, and like none of them are there. None of their relationships have developed to a point with him that like them even falling in love would make sense. Um, but meanwhile, like he's also like still not getting he's not getting dinged for like like the the transmigrate the isekai boy is not yeah. getting dinged for the fact that the story is diverging. Like, he's getting, like, he, he there's, like, a game score, like, a point score that he's, like, that's still going up. Yeah. Um, but, um, this one was, like, so at the end, like, at one point in this one, the protagonist, like, the protagonist, no. There's the protagonist of this book, and there's the protagonist of the... <laughs> Of the book he looks Of at. the book he is in. Um, Confusing. But, yeah, so Isekai Boy um, is, like, dies at some point to save... So, like, for in the, at the end of the last book, he has to kill... Or he has to, like, kick the protagonist into, like, a ditch of some like like a like like a rift more like not a ditch i don't know where the word ditch came from but like a rift so that he goes into the demon realm um because he's half demon and he needs to like train that that part of him and like it's an essential part of the story that this happens relatable you know so like the computer like says you have to do this like um but um 
So, like, but then when he comes back, like, he the protagonist is mad at Isekai guy, um, obviously, because it broke his heart. Like, he threw him into a rift, like, um... But then Isekai guy sacrifices himself to save the protagonist in like a selfless, big selfless move. And anyway, the point that I'm getting to is he changes bodies at least once in this. And I'm now so unclear about what and but like his original body also shows up because it's been like it's like not decayed at all. It's just like like since he like died or like. He detonates his chi, is which is like a, like a genre, th- like a thing that happens in the genre, kind of like, like yeah. um, but it just means like you explode all of your spiritual power out at once. Yeah, that's really it, cool. It kills the man, kind of thing. But he changes bodies like three times, <laughs> and there's like some weird like, like the main the protagonist is like a very like. Like grim, not grimdark, but like dark. Like, like it gets dark, like like edgy and like like does some bad shit. Like in this one, um, but then but then there's also like this is the one where uh, Isekai guy realizes that now that he made uh, like he falls into like a dream or something. Like he gets pulled into one of the protagonist's dreams, and the protagonist like has him up against a wall like spooching him in the dream and that's when isekai guy realizes like holy shit instead of like by be like by not being the villain of this story i became the love interest fuck the two options yeah why not both is what it's i either, say but it's either friends to lovers or enemies to lovers pick those one are the only two options um, dealer's choice i guess <laughs> but yeah so anyway that's the the story of this one it was just like because i i didn't have any like the protagonist of the like he is very like a golden retriever kind of character in the first book um which is why in the in the original Stallion novel, it's so, like, horrible that his teacher is so mean and cruel to him because he's just, like, a an eager disciple who wants to learn. Um, and so, like, he spends, like, the whole, most of the whole first book like that. And so I was expecting when he came back from Demon Land that there would still be, that would still be, like, the main part of his personality. But instead, it's, like, very, like, like, kicked, abused dog kind of thing. Like like biting and lashing out and stuff and like in a pretty serious like morally like gray if not very bad way yeah so i was just surprised by that uh but i'm still looking forward to reading the next one because i suspect i will have a better sense of what is going on with all of the body situations in the next one Nice. Yeah, it seems like a lot of these books have, like, body-swapping stuff. Like, not in a gross way, just like, uh, this person's inhabiting this form and that form, but they're actually... You know who... You know, if they ever do an American... Let me <laughs> rephrase, it, rephrase that. If they ever do, like, a white adaptation, and they decide to change the gender, I know someone who can play one person playing another person pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> and she deserves all the roles <laughs> that God. she can get. The, um... um yeah, if Netflix actually, ever decides to pull a Death Note and that 
<laughs> adapt. Um, hey, Tatiana, we've got another role for you. You'll never believe what the what the <laughs> what the gimmick is. What the gimmick is, but um, but no, actually, I think that's like I've seen that like called out in like very like earnest fan meta as like a big theme of like MXTX novels of like the bittersweetness of being reunited with your lover but never being able to be with them in their original body. Um. I mean, the alternative telling of that is the Legend of Zelda. <laughs> We're just three repeatedly spirits. finding. Sometimes finding it's your, lover in different your brother. Sometimes it's your boyfriend. Sometimes it's just some guy that works for you or near you. That and then Someone's it's always be Link. go fight that brown green man. Like, is he a brown man? Kind of, but sometimes he's more green, and a couple of times he's been a pig. Sometimes well, he's I think purple, depending he's, on on the skin I choose. On he's always <laughs> on technically smash. been like a pig demon that just takes a human form. So, oh, like the Gerudo? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So yeah, like why did he have to pick a brown man? There's so many. There's like four races in Hyrule. Why did he pick the Gerudo? To be fair, like which is even more conspicuous because there's yeah. it's a well, all female race. There's the whole thing of like he might not actually be like he just he just might be some weird like demon man like it's not really like he's impersonating a gerudo it's like they don't look at him and go like ah oh, this green skinned man is one of us <laughs> <laughs> they're just uh, so desperate because you know only one male is born every hundred years or whatever their their stupid uh, mythology is it is like, funny this must, that, be, uh... this must be what they look like yeah we what's a man <laughs> well that, it's weird they they <laughs> They understand the concept of men, and men are allowed in town, but it seems like almost everybody can see through Link's disguise, yes. so it's more of like, hey, if you're presenting as female, we don't judge. Sure, alright. But if you're going to come in here as a man, you gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And then the Goron <laughs> walk along, and they're like, yeah, whatever, you all can come. The guy's like, well, I don't know why I'm allowed here. And they're like, it's Goron, it's, they're everybody's friends, they eat the rocks, yeah. it's good. They um, eat the rock! <laughs> they eat the rock! Hey, it's the Goron, they eat the rock! I don't pay, uh, they don't pay the taxes! <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's the Zelda Minute. We got video game news, um, we finally got a release date for Sonic Origins, that compilation of Sonic, uh... Throwback games, like the classic trilogy plus cd yeah <laughs> uh, quadrilogy so it's uh gonna be the original versions and sort of like the remastered made by uh like taxman and stealth and headcanon productions uh so the revised versions of one two cd and hopefully some updates to three so that could be nice if we get an updated version of three um do you think the, the updated don't sound like you're holding your breath do you think the um, updated version of three disincludes the michael jackson music that's sort of the question that everyone wants to know. Um, the PC music has been known to be pretty bad, but also once people found the way it was supposed to sound on the Genesis, it sounds much better. <laughs> it's hard to go against something you've heard for the last 30 years, but it doesn't sound as bad as when we first heard it, because MIDIs don't aren't the same as the sound font. But right. uh, people are thinking they might include the drop dash from Sonic Mania and a few things. Um, Sonic's... Uh, super run thing from Sonic CD. Uh, just because you're able to play as Tails and Knuckles in one and Tails and CD, so they're thinking there might be some extra features in there. Uh, a little bit of like missions and weird stuff. Um, so, but uh, the- other than like the ROM hacks, like 
the ones that fans have made, these might be the closest to definitive ways to play these games because they have wi- Riot's Queen support and stuff like that. The only kind of um, negative I've seen about it is the weird version separation that have you seen that like chart yeah so i saw the chart um i think people were too hasty to not read it um some people obviously have like uh uh, visual impairments so it could be tricky for them i'm not referring to that i'm talking about people that are you know able-bodied and can process um and just chose not to because really all it was was here's a standard version a deluxe version here's what you get when you pre-order and here's dlc but you get the dlc in the pro one um, and they present it in a very clunky way, but it wasn't yeah. like Ubisoft having 10 versions. Like, no, there's two versions. <laughs> and if you pre-order it, you get these two other things. I will say some of the stuff that's included in the special editions is like, just kind of like weird that it's seen as a feature. Like, yeah, this all should just be in the standard version. Yeah. Cost one price. They shouldn't be charged for it. That, that I will get on board with. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's things like. Control backgrounds the, for the menu. Yeah, control the camera on the start screen. It's like, why is that a feature <laughs> that is locked? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, I, I think. Why would you try to take that away from me? Not even that I care. It's more just like, if that's a thing that you're trying to like gate off in your game, gate it off behind like an achievement or something. Like, beat Sonic One to be able to control the background on the menu screen yeah. or something. Well, here's the thing, though. The difference between the standard and the deluxe is $5. So in totality, these features that they're logging are apparently not that big of a deal. And, and some people are like, I would have preferred they just re- bumped the price up by 5 and not give me the choice. Like, that would have yeah. been Yeah, seriously. Like... That, that almost just feels like dishonest pricing in a way where they're like, this is what we wanted to charge for the game, but we know that you guys probably think that Sonic is worth $5 less than this, so here's a couple features that we're going to, like, just cut and say that they're quote-unquote special features for a $5 more expensive version. See, like, what, what would have made sense to me, and they could have got away with doing the whole, like, 13 feature sort of situation was hey do you just basically want the four roms of these games we'll give them to you for 20 no features just four roms but if you want the enhanced versions and all this anniversary bullshit that's going to be like another 25 20 for the roms and five for the bullshit and that would look scummy <laughs> but i get why people might not want to pay was it 40 dollars for these four old games yeah i i get that but also Two of them are really good-ass games, and one of them is pretty interesting, and then the last one's very influential. So, I mean, like, I think it's worth that. But I also bought Sonic Mania twice, so... Yeah, I don't think it's a bad value proposition. I just think it's, like... Weird? Weird the way that they... Yeah, as I said, weird the way that they, like, decided that they wanted to break up the pricing. Like, it just... Unnecessary. But, like, also I'm sure they have plenty of market research that says that like you know they, they sent out like would you pay this much for these games people were like yeah. no and they're like okay let's just make it five dollars cheaper and like that'll get more sales like probably i mean that's honestly probably what it was but it's still and the a... pre-order was like you get some of the in-game currency that you just earn through playing yeah it's basically like one of those jumpstart packs of like hey do you want to not spend an hour unlocking stuff in this game <laughs> if you pre-order it we'll unlock the we'll give you 100 points and the mirror mode and everyone's like, wait, but is that not, am I buying that feature? Like, no, it's in the game. You have to unlock it. So it's like, 
Sega, what are you doing? Like, just give us this game. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. Um, but it has, like, it a lot of animations and uh, new music in it, like, little videos and stuff. So it's it looks like it'll be a nice package. Um, we all got our hopes up for Sonic Colors Ultimate, and that burned us, but this is also made by people we trust, which, <laughs> aka not Sonic Team, but the fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure it should work. I, the thing is about uh, Sonic Colors Ultimate is, like, the only thing that I think was bad is that they didn't upscale the cutscenes at all. Like, they were, like, the original resolution, which looked well, No, that was bad. bad, but there's also, like, a lot of glitches and stuff, oh, too. Oh, yeah. With, like, the, the weird color, all the end of the color glitches and, like, the stuff that gave people seizures. Um, which I don't even know how you make that happen. I don't know anything about game dev. You gotta like, fuck up so bad. <laughs> yeah. You guys added glitches in somehow. <laughs> um, but it's because of Crunch. Sega and Sonic Team never give their teams enough time for to make these games. Well, because um, if it's a to- team about Sonic, it's gotta go fast, Dom. <sighs> I get going fast. Just give people the amount of time, you know? Sure. Speed of light can only get you one light year in a year. You can't go any faster than that. Um, but yeah, more game stuff. Let's jump into the Blizzard portion. Oh boy! I don't think they got in trouble <laughs> this bl- week, did they? <laughs> I mean, that depends on how you want to describe like the reaction to the new WoW announcement. If that's trouble or not, <laughs> they didn't harm anybody. No, this week, there did was they? no harm done. <laughs> there was no this. harm involved in yeah. this new. Oh yeah, Blizzard hurts people all the time, but I can only call them out for harming people. Sure. Um, they hurt us just by us staying around. Uh, tell us about some World of Warcraft stuff. Yo, so. <laughs> The thing is, I didn't really watch the, like, there was, like, a whole, like, hour-long thing that was, like, a discussion with, like, different teams, like, about this next upcoming WoW expansion, which is called Dragonflight. Which, like, yeah, there are dragons in WoW. That's cool. Like, the dragons were a cool part of World of Warcraft. But I'm going like, to... Oh, they're dragons. I'm going to break yeah, down... You're, it's a fan. You live in a realm. Yeah. Like, of course they're dragons. Let me, like, break down real quick why the story beat that like is played off in the trailer is kind of weird because at the end of like one of the more like one of the expansions i think it was cataclysm the dragons because there's like different colors of dragons and each one has their own brood essentially and like one of the big plot points was that they could couldn't reproduce anymore um Mm -hmm. so like the the dragons like the you know the primarch dragons that i don't remember what they're exactly called but like the the, (laughs) primarch like yeah like just like the 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 leaders of the dragon flights or whatever they um they gave up their powers in order to help destroy deathwing and in doing so at the end they're like and thus ends the age of dragons and begins the age of mortals and so like that's like a big like that was like a big like thing being like hey like you the players and like the the races of the world are like you know the ones in control of the world's destiny now. now yeah it's you yeah. now well, let's just say that apparently the Age of Mortals only lasted like five years or so, because in the trailer they're like, <laughs> and thus the new Age of Dragons begins. <laughs> and it's like, well, like I get you didn't really give the mortals a chance. Yeah, um, just like, Come on, man, I only had. Yeah, and for like most of that I was stuck in the land of the dead. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, <laughs> like mortals seemed like they were doing okay. I don't know. Like I mean, the wow story is just fucking dumb anyway, so like, you know. But they they did this thing because they're like, oh, we're going to go to the Dragonflight Isles, which is like, you know, another place that was mysteriously lost in the Sundering and no one knew where it was. (laughs) And it's because big stone boys 
made it be blocked by mist and then the dragons were like we want to go home and the stone boys woke up and they unblocked the mist and good for them like fine the trailer looked real cool it like you know they do like blizzard does do a very good job with their art team like designing those trailers but it they are you annoyed about it I'm slightly annoyed because it made me slightly want to play World of Warcraft again. Uh, <laughs> which, not because... I there was going to be, like, a deep lore reason that you were annoyed. No, like, I mean, the, the deep lore reason is that it's, like, this is just... It, it's, like, I don't know. It, it's 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 one of those moments of, like, like, Blizzard clearly has no clue how to write a coherent World of Warcraft story or, like, how to write a story in an MMO setting. Because uh-huh. like they just you keep just hopping. say story, man. Yeah, like... you're right. <laughs> they just keep just hopping stop, right story. from like these like from topic to topic because like they don't know how to tie it together in any meaningful way. So it's like mm-hmm. the end of Shadowlands, the one that's currently out. It's like you're basically fighting like a like cosmic entity level thing where it's like you're fighting what like against forces like known as like the first ones. So like you know you're fighting gods, gods basically. Yeah. Like, and then to like come out of that and be like, something's going on on the island with the dragons. We should probably go. Like, you should check it out. You should check hey, that what out. Do you think? Like, should we check it out? Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah. Forget the fact that I'm killing like gods of gods. Like, yeah, let's go go see the dragons on their island. Whatever. Like, it's a, it's a vacation, a dragon sure. vacation. side quest. Sure, a vacation. And like maybe they turn it around or whatever. I don't know. I don't really care because, as I said, I've I think I've thought for years that the World of Warcraft story has just been like garbage. Um, but the one part of that one hour long, like, discussion that I did end up watching is I was, you know, because I basically saw on the Final Fantasy fourteen subreddit uh, a post being like, uh, the dragon, like, she tells you not to worry about, like, and then you or you whatever. You versus the dragon, yeah. she tells you not to worry about. Yeah, because it was like a comp- uh, comparison of, like, the draconic race in Final Fantasy fourteen to, what, like, what they look are going to look like in World of Warcraft, because that was the big thing. There's a new race that they're adding in for playable characters. Now, I didn't tell this to you guys, I don't think, but that race can only be one class. <laughs> oh, cute. So... And they're the only ones that can be that class, and that class is a set is called like Evoker or something like like that. Ooh, which sounds like a cool thing, right? It's basically you're a dragon, the class, because um, <laughs> you know you have your human form, which like honestly the human forms, while the faces looked kind of like the faces of the CGI from Cats, uh, I was going to say you sent us a. A, a uh, screenshot that was not very flattering. Yeah, and like a lot of them weren't very flattering, but at least like they had some cool design behind them, and like clearly there were some cosmetic options that could be made to make them look interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, one of the big problems with World of Warcraft is their engine is from you know 2004 in a way, like in many ways still. So there's not a lot of like depth to like character models, like armor and that kind of stuff. So it just all kind of yeah. looks flat and bad. Um, but. <laughs> The thing is, is you can make that human form look as cool as you want, and it's not going to fucking matter, because anytime you're in combat, you're just like this big spyro reject-ass looking dragon, <laughs> like, that stands <laughs> on its hind legs. Like, you would see, like, this would not be out of place at, you know, like, f- the furry convention in Pittsburgh. 
Like they, <laughs> like not saying that they look bad. It's just like that's not what I would want they to look be. Anthro, yeah, like, we- like weirdly anthro dragons. And it's not what I would want to be anytime I'm in a fight in the game. In a game that's like the point of it is like getting is to cool do is is to do fights and also to get cool weapons and armor that I can show off by being good at fighting with them. But you're yeah. not ever going to see those because I'm always going to be in this dragon form, but it might look like my dragon's wearing a girdle. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's just a weird choice. And it's something that has been pointed out for them, like, as being an issue many times. Like, there's a whole, like, Druid, uh, one of the other classes in the game, mm-hmm. you know, they spend most of their time in different, like, animal forms. Like, cat, bear, wolf, moonkin, which is like an owl bear with antlers. Um, you know, you spend all this time in those forms, so you don't get to really show off the cool stuff that you've gotten. And over yeah. th- over the years, like, Blizzard has tried to do things like add customization options to those forms. And, like, it's okay. It looks better than it used to, you know. But it just, wh- like, you get so much criticism for that being an issue in your game. Why then... Better than it used to can only get take you so far. Yeah, and then why then go and make another class that is going to have the exact same issues? <laughs> like... It doesn't make sense. Uh, Blizzard hates to win. I guess. Uh, like, the thing is... Yeah, they, they had some wins this week. <laughs> yeah, they. I will say, like, they did, like, a deep dive on, like, you know, oh, the different, the colors of the spell you cast is, like, gonna be determined by, like, the color of the dragon flight that would represent that type of magic. I'm like, cool, that's great. You're talking a lot about a spell animation that you'll see for, like, one second, and that's right? neat, yeah. I guess. Let's talk about the fact that you're this big dragon, like, that's all the time. standing on two legs all the time, and, like, looks bad. <laughs> um, I, I I don't know, like, a lot of people how, are, like... How it looks bad. Like, a lot of people are really hating on it and giving them a hard time. I'm sure people worked very, very hard on making this thing look cool, and in a way, it does. I just... I don't know. I, I I don't like the fact that you'd have to be in that form all the time. Like, I would be perfectly fine with it if you could be in your, like, little human form, and then, like, when you cast a spell, you, like, briefly transform for the animation of that spell and then transform back or whatever. Yeah. That's interesting. Like... Yeah. It's... Eh, maybe it'll have... There's still time to work these things out. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like, the other features that they talked about were things like... They called it dragonflight or like well because dragonflight's the name of the expansion i think they called it like dragon riding or whatever which is a thing that would technically already be in the game because you can get dragons as mounts what they wanted yeah. to wanted dragon it, riding dragon I, thought you riding. Meant, I thought you said dragon writing oh no no it's like are you going to learn a code yeah <laughs> they um basically like whole cloth cloth copied the flying mechanic from guild wars 2 <laughs> like uh instead of having like a it ain't broke yeah <laughs> Instead of having like a pure flying where you can just kind of like like you know move in a three like a full three hundred sixty degree space like going up down you know X Y Z axis or whatever, um, it's more like about having a certain amount of glide after you take off and like that kind of stuff. So it's not like entirely free flying. It looks uh-huh. neat. They did some good job with the animations. I don't care. <laughs> like, this is like, this is your MCU. Like, you're just yeah, yeah. a thing you used to like and enjoy spending money on 
from a morally bankrupt creator. Yeah. It's grown more and more cookie cutter and slapped together. Yes. And, you know, I, I'm i still, you know, we're still waiting to see, like, if the Microsoft buy, buyout of uh, Activision Blizzard will happen. And, like, I think the only way I end up playing this expansion is if that goes through and I get a WoW subscription by having an Xbox Game Pass subscription. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I don't know. They... They still just make some really bad design choices. They still have this guy in charge of, like, the gameplay design that's just... He's very full of himself and does not seem to want to ever listen to what players want. Um, uh-huh. So... Yeah, we've been getting some good stuff uh, in the other other part of Blizzard World that's still active, I was gonna I say, yeah, tell us about the Overwatch of the week. It was a big week. Uh, so a lot of content creators were... Uh, in the private alpha test, uh, we knew that like the esports players were, so that wasn't much of a surprise that the, you know, the teams are already playing because the the league starts in like a week and a half, right? So they yeah. need to actually get some gameplay like with the new character styles. Know how this works? Yeah, um, but I think the Overwatch Twitter said I, I want to say it was Wednesday or Thursday. Like, hey, uh, we have alpha news coming soon, so that'll be cool. And then everyone in the streamers' chats were like, hey, wait, hold on, do you guys know about this? And they're all like, guys, I don't know what you're talking about. We're allowed to say that we played in it, but yeah, nothing major. Yeah, um, nothing then, like, to the commissioner, here. Yeah, I think he either is or was the commissioner of the Overwatch League. He posted, like, that DW meme from Arthur with, like, two of the Overwatch League <laughs> that teams. That sign can't stop me. It's like, the, <laughs> the, um... Not the NDA. The embargo that you signed in NDA for ends on this day at 9 a.m. Pacific time. And, like, two of the teams were like, that sign won't stop me because I can't read. Because, like, <laughs> the leaks have been happening and everyone's like, maybe we'll find out by the beta. But as soon as noon hit, noon Eastern time, uh-huh. my YouTube subscriptions exploded. All the streamers were like, I was in the alpha, come ask me anything you want. I have all kinds of videos on YouTube and TikTok and, <laughs> and all this stuff. And everybody was like, has all this footage, all these, you know information um because i think the day before they released like the little sheets of orissa and doomfist's reworks um so they've put doomfist in the tank category and mm-hmm. changed how orissa plays completely um and it fits for doomfist character because he's supposed to be like this leader it doesn't make sense for him to be like this guy who just kind of lurks in the background just jumps off a building and kills you and then runs away <laughs> like, <laughs> um he's more of a like hey he just jumps in and punches people and then kind of just like walks back um um, but, you know, we got to see how the 5v5 looks, um, with the new role passives and stuff like that, and currently it looks like a shit on support fest. Um, <laughs> it's not that the role is bad necessarily, it's just with the, uh, the new ping system, like in Apex Legends, you can, like, ping where people are. Um, it stays as long as you have eyeline on them. Um, and as you may know, the character Sombra can turn invisible and just hang out in people's backlines. So, um... And everyone complained about, oh, I hate when she hacks me. It silences my abilities for four seconds. So, like, yeah, guys, that's really unfun. So we change it so when she hacks you, it only takes away your abilities for one second so you get them back faster. But for the next eight seconds, she does more damage to you. And everyone's like, yo, this this character's a menace now. She's just running around in the back lines, like, killing this everybody. Worse? Like, this I'm is like, worse. As somebody who plays Sombra, I'm like, that's way worse for everybody. Like, it used to be like, oh, you made the game unfun. Now it's just... Hey, you know what's you know what's less fun than not being able to use your abilities? Dying. Running back from spawn every twenty <laughs> seconds because you die. 
Um, and as a support main, I'm like, wow, that sounds terrible. Guess I'm going to only play Lucio and Moira so I can just never get hit because that's... Sounds um, like but a nightmare. It looked, it looked promising. There's a lot of new sound uh, design. Um, it's a lot harder for people who've played the game to follow what's going on because there's new abilities and new locales. Um, but if you were ever curious about Overwatch, I think now would be a good time to start watching. Uh, because with one less character on the field and a lot less barriers, the visual clutter is a lot less. Um, Interesting. All people yeah, are saying. Definitely oh. one of those things that I'm like, I cannot follow what's happening. Yeah, and it's still not going to be like easy to follow if yeah. you don't know what it is. It's I, a you've fast-paced heard, game. You've heard my complaints about it every time we've talked about yeah. watching Overwatch yeah. League. <laughs> and there's a lot less light effects now. Like I said, like um, Orisa lost her barrier. Um, there's one less tank, so... You may not have a barrier on the field at all on either team, so that clears things up. There's going to be a lot less particle effects since there's more flanking available. Um, so it might be hard to spectate, but it's going to be a lot more clear. Um, so I recommend checking out a streamer uh, that plays a role you might like, whether it be tank, support, uh, damage. Uh, I think it'd be a good okay. time to jump back in and things are being changed up and a lot of new locations. And Beta starts on Tuesday, um, probably the... I'm going to try to get this episode out sooner, so hopefully it'll, it'll come out yesterday. Um, but I, hopefully I get into the beta with one of my accounts and can tell you all a little bit more about it. But it was really cool to see the community actually excited again because content is coming. So it makes sense that two weeks ago they showed us Sojourn, even though they were getting in trouble. Then the next week we got some tank information and then the alpha announcement. And then next week we're getting the beta. So I think there was a content plan. It's just the Blizzard refuses to stay out of trouble, so <laughs> there's always just, it, it's a 50-50. Always, yeah, like a potential extenuating circumstance. Yeah, because it's been this pretty much this whole month they've been announcing stuff. So I, I, in further retrospect, I don't think they just showed us Sojourn to try to get out of accountability, but the timing was pretty bad. <laughs> a little bit sus. Um... We got a Splatoon 3 release date and the Xenogears 3 release date. Uh, Splatoon got pushed back and Xenogears got pushed up, which I've... So I asked you before, how many times have you seen a movie get pushed back? How many times have you seen a game get pushed up? Um, <laughs> I've definitely... <laughs> yeah, pushed up. I de- I've definitely seen times where a game had like a release date that was later, but then they've like had like an event going on and they've been like, and it's out today. Like, you know, we were done, it's ready. But... Yeah. Um, not that often, and I can't really think of yeah. any examples offhand. Yeah, I think I've seen a couple where they're like, hey, this release date was supposed to be the 30th, we're going to push it back to the 25th, because it's done and we don't want to release it on this day, yeah. or we want to get ahead of something else, but there's like a few months in advance. Um, but we got to see a little bit of gameplay in Splatoon 3, it looks cool, I mean... It looked like Splatoon 2. You know, Splatoon 3 looks like. <laughs> Honestly, yes. I saw videos of it. I was like, oh, this person's good at Splatoon 2. And then they're like, this is Splatoon 3. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, no, if you know what to look it. for. Yeah, it, it looks... You could tell it's different if you know what to look for. If you don't, I mean, why would you? It's a, it's a sequel to a game that's already been out. Yeah. Um, it's a sequel to the sequel of a game. Yeah. There's, uh, I mean, there's new clothes. They're really taking a big focus on like the customization. It looks like one of the characters had a grill. I don't know for sure if that was just a weird rendering thing. That would be real weird if you color. could do that. <laughs> hey, you can. Oh, you know what? You can have contacts. May as well get a grill. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm looking forward to seeing anything we can about that game. I was going to um, say, I, there's going to be little titles and stuff you can get to. So. It will be something that I would be interested in playing if Nintendo has finally worked out a good way to party up with your friends. 
Yeah, they need to work on some of that stuff. Um, I remember I I I played some matches with friends before. Um, I just remember in one it was impossible, and then two I just don't think I had enough people playing at the time to try to figure it out. Um, yeah, there was something weird about it. I can't remember exactly what it was. Well, I think I, they fixed it in two. I know that in um, two the vo- like they still have like the voice chat thing was done through your phone separately, oh, which was I, just dumb. I, I'm not expecting voice chat in any of their games. No. I'm not even gonna try. Uh, fun fact for you two, and I guess anyone listening, um, <laughs> the Splatoon 2 DLC is going to be free uh, for people who own the Switch expansion pass, online expansion. Um, and it was a, I thought it was a pretty good DLC. Um, it was worth the $20, besides just letting you play as the Octoling. It was a lot of stages and some story content, and a fleshed nice. out Pearl and Marina. So if they keep doing stuff like this, like all the expansion passes for their games are going to be available for free. If you have that Switch online, that might make it worth it to... Of course, Nintendo has to find a different way to do the the Game Pass PlayStation Plus model. They have to do something mm-hmm. weird like, we're going to have just our DLCs all free. Like, whatever, Nintendo, I guess. Thanks. <laughs> um, and I guess Glover came out this week on 420. Yeah. <laughs> just want to point that out because it's funny to talk about Glover. The funny thing. What ab- is Glover? It's just a... It's just it's just Mario hat, but you're a glove with a ball. With a ball. Oh. That's, yeah. Okay. The thing is, the like, it was it. a really unique take on like the character. Thank you for calling it Mario hat. <laughs> I appreciate was, you speaking my vernacular. It was a unique take on like the character action platformer collectathon style game that was very popular with on the N64 and PS1, and like had a really cool like physics system to it because with the ball like and you know figuring out how it bounces differently you could change the ball from like a bouncy ball to like a bowling ball or to like a if you were an idiot to a glass ball like (sighs) and that was for bonus points though there was a reason to do that yeah well there was also the reason to do it for like you know if you needed to be able to sink in water you could be the bowling ball and just be you know sink to the bottom in the water and like they all bounced differently and you know it was definitely like ahead of its time and trying to figure out like a way to play with the physics of the game but Mm -hmm. uh was performed underwhelmingly was kind of like critically panned at the time and also is currently being critically panned for its re-release because either people not realizing that hey glover wasn't really a great game in the first place it was never actually good yeah to like people being like upset that like the port did some like add some like issues uh yeah i think it's like not the og code it's yeah. not really preservation it's something different yes and like there's you know there's a lot of controversy with the company that does that a uh, pico interactive or whatever it is um so like i don't know it's a cool thing that i like it's only on pc right now like if it came out to switch i might be tempted to want to get it just because like just i was have. i was a child and i liked glover <laughs> um i mean i think yeah, it, it's that whole there needs to be more single a and double a games like yeah uh but yeah um in a quick couple minutes, just to finish off, any any quick thoughts on the magic tournament, and then we'll jump off because oh long yeah, one and it's yeah. Late. I don't want to I don't want to go on too long about it. I was just going to say that I went and did a pre release tournament for the next Magic the Gathering series that comes out this next week. Um, I had a longer story to tell about it, but since it's the last topic and we are going long, I'll just say it was fun. I went and did a social event on my own for the first time in a long time, and uh, it was cool. They uh, they've they've modernized the way that those tournaments work in a really neat way by like tying it into like a phone app, so that you like you know it's it's easier for the judges to run, 
so long as you're like signed in and everything correctly. Um, mm-hmm. The new set looks really fun. Love the aesthetic. Uh, can't wait to play with it more. Uh, comes out this next Friday, and I will have opened a lot of packs of cards for the shop. <laughs> so. <laughs> Very exciting. Yeah. Nice. I'll, I'll have more to say at that point, probably, about, you know, show off some pretty art, stuff like that. Nice. Cool, cool. And last thing I'll say, I, I watched the second episode of Spy Family. It's great. Mm-hmm. I checked online. I asked friends. No weird shit happens with <laughs> the young character because I see, a, whenever I see a lot of anime fans liking something, I have to ask if it gets gross at some point. Right. Um, it's sad, but understand completely understandable. Yeah, which is not to say they're not going to get, like, pervy with the adult woman. I don't know that for if one way or another, but I don't that. care. She's an adult. That's fine. Um, the second episode was lovely, though. It's very funny. I like a good comedy anime with uh, sitcom misunderstandings. Uh, and making the daughter psychic was a very good uh, plot choice. So, nice. Listeners, it was fun. Steph, Eric, it was yeah. fun. Yeah. It was. I thought so, too. Mm-hmm. What show is Steric from? What? Is that uh, Buffy? It's, uh, that's Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf, yes, yes, yes. Steric is Teen Wolf, baby. It's, that would make sense was, that we would be from it, Teen Wolf if combined. <laughs> it was, what was the, what was the stuff part? Was Styles? Styles, yeah. Styles, okay, cool. Styles and Derek. Isn't it weird that you can know things about things that you didn't participate in? Yep. Um, oh, also my partner and I, by association, watched the third season of You. The show's a mess. It's great. Um, probably a lot of triggering content for people, but wow, is there some goofy shit uh, that people make? I'm happy that art gets to happen. Listeners, thank you so much uh, for listening to another episode of Geekly Reveal. Uh, Eric, Steph, do you have any sign out? Anything you want to say? Um, no. Nope, not this week. <laughs> cool. Live your dreams. Yeah. Uh, don't let your dreams stay memes. Captain Steph, Tindy, Losey, Brother Dom. Find us, Twitter. There's other stuff, but it's in the description. You all know it. But thanks so much for listening to another episode of Geekly Reveal, as always. Uh, We'll see you on the next one. But until then, see you later. Bye. Bye.